Hi, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God and faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Pastor Gary. I'm minister to the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church right here in the beautiful city of Adelaide. Now, I'm your Drive Time host every Tuesday and Wednesday and this week, Monday and Friday as well. It's been a very, very full week. Uh, now, of course, we've got uh, uh, our usual uh, Friday host is our good friend uh, Nick uh, Creta, uh, but Nick uh, is actually taking an entire month uh, off. He uh, he feels he deserves a break, and indeed he does. He does a fantastic job and uh, spends a lot of time on Faith uh, on Faith FM producing programming. So he's actually having the uh, the month of the month off. Now this week we're following the theme: the Bible, the Church. And the environment. Now, this theme actually, we commenced it last week, uh, when we started talking about whose responsibility is the environment. And then we looked at, uh, how does the uh, Bible explain the increase in natural disasters? We looked at, uh, the reality that the the earth, according to the scriptures, is waxing old uh, like a garment. Now, uh, this week, We've been asking, why won't green political solutions work? And we saw that there was a, there was a major problem with the nature of humanity. Uh, how can uh, sinful people who are grasping by their very nature uh, possibly uh, build up a planet with the sort of resources that this planet has been given? Uh, now today, what we're going to be looking at the Bible promise of a future new earth. Now, where is this planet going? Is it going to go on for generation after generation after generation? Or is something else going to happen? And you know, my friends, as I read the scriptures, and as I uh, consider what's actually um, revealed in that book, uh, it to me, it seems very clear that uh, the word of God uh, shares with us that uh, Jesus Christ is coming again. There's going to be something different. There's a new heaven, a new earth. But today what we want to do is we want to uh, share with you uh, some of the incredible promises uh, that are in uh, the Word of God that deal with that very issue because that uh, presents to us our future. Now, to guide us through our discussion today, we were going to have our good friend uh, Tracy Papandreou. Um, but, you know, Nick, uh, he's away. And uh, just a little while ago, uh, Tracy rang me up and she said, Pastor Gary, she said, I can't make it today. Uh, one of those events of life uh, has come across her path. And uh, just at the last minute, she's had to, had to uh, pull out. So we want to say a really big... Um, uh, our, our prayers, our thoughts are with Tracy at this particular point in time, but that means that you're going to have to just 
I put up with one spokesperson today. We don't have two of us in the uh, in the studio, and Tracy was the one who was going to share with us the uh, the really good good news. But uh, to me, this is a subject that is so good. Uh, I thought we can't we can't miss uh, sharing this particular subject. Uh, we're going to jump straight into our subject uh, today. We want to look at the Bible promises of a new heaven and a new earth you know uh, to me i i love i absolutely love these uh, le- love these promises when um, when i was just a little tacker and that was quite some time ago and uh, you know the church that i uh, used to attend over there in uh, in the western suburbs of uh, uh, of sydney a beautiful uh, little church we only had about a dozen of uh, of us young people there but uh, the practice in those days was for uh, each of us to try to uh, memorize just a short passage of scripture uh, every uh, second or second or Third, third week and uh, the very first passage of scripture that I ever memorized was uh, this uh, this passage in John chapter 14 John 14 verse 1 to 3 uh, this is this is what the great apostle John uh, is uh, is recording it's actually Christ uh, speaking uh, but he says this let not your heart be troubled have you got something that in your life could be troubling you right now let not your heart be troubled you believe in God Believe also in me, is what Christ said. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and where I go, you know. Now, you know, to me, as I, as I read this passage of Scripture, I am going to come again. To me, this is just so encouraging. Now, this this passage talks to me about the way our planet Earth is going to climax. Is it going to carry on for generation after generation after generation? Uh, well, actually, it's not. Uh, a time is going to come when planet Earth is going to come to its climax. Uh, that's what Christ is saying to his disciples here. Do you know, to me, that is just so promising. That is so, uh, so such a positive uh, promise. Uh, now, you know, if I go into the book of, uh, into the book of Acts, in fact, Acts chapter one, uh, there's a, uh, uh, there's a promise here in, uh, in verse nine and ten. You see, Jesus has just uh, ascended to heaven himself and standing on the ground there, uh, there are, uh, there are two men. And this is how the uh, book of Acts starts off. Before the Holy Spirit's even been even been poured out. Uh, the, the scriptures record this: Acts chapter one, verse nine and ten. And when he had spoken these things, uh, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him. That's Jesus Christ out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, he went up, and behold, two men stood by them in in white apparel, who said to him, "Men of Galilee." Why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. You know, my friends, what a marvelous promise uh, this is when it's combined with that promise of Jesus in 
in in John chapter fourteen. You know, both of these promises I've uh, I've certainly committed to memory, uh, folks. I'd encourage you now if you want to have some encouraging promises to memorize. These are the ones uh, that's really worth uh, worth doing. Uh, but folks, look, let's come to some uh, uh, some music. Uh, I uh, I love this is the Slater Brothers, and uh, their message is exactly the message uh, behind these passages of scripture. Uh, their message is the King is coming. The word was the law, the blood was grace. But there would be a day of no more blood sacrifices. One supreme sacrifice would serve all future generations. Isaiah said, The Lord himself shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Wonderful. Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. marching throng, the flurry of God's trumpets spell the end of sin and wrong. Regal robes are now unfolding, heaven's grand stands all in place, heaven's choir is now assembled, start to sing amazing
And that is the Sattler Brothers. The uh, King is coming. What a majestic song that is. Absolutely, uh, absolutely love it. Uh, now, folks, uh, we do have a, a giveaway book uh, for you uh, for you today. Uh, it's entitled, in fact, this has been our giveaway book all this uh, week. Uh, it's entitled Hope for a Helpless Planet by Chris Holland. Uh, it's an age-old question, says the back cover, but seldom has the need for an accurate answer been more keenly felt uh, than it is today. Everywhere we turn, seems that the world is falling apart. War, political unrest and economy teetering on the edge of disaster. Folks, what we're doing today is we're looking at some of the promises uh, that Jesus is going to come again. You know, this week we've been uh, uh, talking about that uh, uh, that, sub- su- uh, that subject, the Bible, the church and the environment. And we've been uh, asking, uh, you know, I mean, these is the environment, is the, is the world going to go on for countless generations from this point in time on? Uh, well, we've come to the scriptures and we've seen that the world is actually waxing old, uh, like a garment. Uh, we've seen that, uh, the, the nature of humanity actually goes against, uh, the good things, the good objectives that might actually be put in place. Um, and today, we look at the fact that uh, in the Word of God, uh, there is a fantastic promise that Jesus is coming again. Uh, wonderful things uh, in the future for this planet. And look, folks, if you would like to uh, get a copy of this uh, this book, uh, Hope for the Help for the Helpless Planet, then all you need to do is to text us because uh, right uh, right now uh, our robot. He will, uh, he'll pick up the, uh, uh, the message and, uh, he'll get it to you as fast as possible. Now, our drive time number is 04888 And all you need to do is to send us the code. Now, today's code is SA81. No gap between the SA and the 81. And, uh, that will trigger our robot. And he will get in contact with you and uh, get some information off you so that we can get this book to you in the fastest possible time. And now all the things that we're sharing today uh, are actually in uh, this this particular book. You know, there's so many promises. There's hope for tomorrow, but it's not bound up in human achievement. Rather, it's bound up in the acts of an infinite God. I, I love, I love the, the promises that are contained in this book uh, and in the uh, scriptures originally. Hope for a Helpless Planet. And uh, this is by, by Chris Holland. Uh, if you'd like that book, just text us 04888 And the uh, code is SA81. You'll love uh, this, uh, this particular book. Now you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Pastor Gary. And uh, today, we normally have, on Fridays, we normally have our good mate Nick in the studio, accompanied by Tracy. Uh, unfortunately, today, uh, Nick is on holiday, so I was taking Nick's, uh, Nick's place. And our good friend Tracy, just at the last minute, uh, had one of those events of life uh, come up, and she wasn't able to make it into our studio. So uh, I'm here all on my lonesome uh, today. Uh, that sounds a dangerous, a dangerous thing. But what we're doing is we're looking at the wonderful promises uh, from the scriptures of the way this world 
is going to conclude. Uh, it's not going to go on for generation after generation after generation. It's not going to end in a big bang. No, God himself is going to have something uh, to say uh, to this world. Uh, do you know, I I love um, um, the, one of the great promises of Scripture to me is found in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 15. This is the Apostle Paul. Now, first, now Corinthians is a, a book that was written to a problem church. It was a, a church that was uh, struggling in so many different areas. It was a church that was taking believers to, look, to the law courts. It was a it was a, a, a um, it was a church that had sexual immorality at it. It was a church that was uh, fighting at the Lord's Supper, and it was a church that misunderstood uh, what was going to happen at the end of time. Now, does that sound familiar? Uh, it, Paul actually worked uh, to correct that, and it's found in 1 Corinthians fifteen. And uh, this is what the great apostle Paul uh, does actually say. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel. What a wonderful place to start, which I preach to you, which also you received and which you stand, by which also you are saved if you hold fast the word which I preach to you. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried. He rose again according to the scriptures. And then he, he jumps down and he starts to talk about uh, about the uh, the risen Christ and the fact of the resurrection. I love what he uh, uh, what he says here. Uh, he rose again the third day. He was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over five hundred people all at once. You know why is he actually saying this? Uh, the reason that the apostle Paul is actually saying this is because uh, what's occurring is he is basing the resurrection of Jesus Christ, not on faith, but on evidence. You see, in the days of Christ, uh, the fact of the resurrection was something that was not disputed. In all the literature, there's no disputation about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That was something that was established even by those who opposed Christianity as a reality and as a fact. Uh, You see, in the first century... Christianity was actually a, a, a an evidence-based religion. It wasn't a faith-based religion because they had seen the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Paul goes on and he continues to preach uh, to uh, to these to these individuals. He says this. Now if Christ is preached that he's been raised from the dead, how do some amongst you say there is no resurrection of the dead? Do you see there were some people there in Corinth who believed that there was no resurrection of the dead? Paul regarded this as a heretical statement because it was disproved in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul then went on and he shared in this way, but if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen and our preaching is empty and our faith is also empty. Yes, we're found false witnesses of God, because we have testified that God raised up Christ, uh, whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. And also, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, We are of all men 
most pitiable. You see, Paul is sharing something here that's incredibly powerful. Paul is sharing that in Jesus Christ, there is a resurrection. This is a resurrection of the, of the dead. You see, I, um, I, through my ministry on, on many occasions, I've stood by an open grave and I've opened the word of God and I've shared this time after time. I've had persons come up to me and they say, hey, pastor, that is such a fantastic, that is such a fantastic understanding. It can, I, I, I actually had one person say to me almost sadly, I wish I could believe it. And <laughs> my friends, the evidence supports it. To me, that is, that is powerful. Uh, you know, later on in that, uh, in that same chapter, uh, we, uh, uh, we hear, uh, Paul, uh, not just talking about the resurrection of the dead, and that's a glorious thing that, uh, he's going to be, uh, that he's sharing about there. But, uh, in verse 50, uh, he, he says this. And now this I say, brethren, um, uh, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible is going to put on incorruption. This mortal will put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? You know, when I was at uh, high school, I learned a, uh, a poem. We had to do poetry in English in those days. And uh, one of those poems was uh, written by John Donne, the, the great English uh, poet. Uh, he wrote a, a, an amazing poem. It was called Death. It was a sonnet. Death, be not proud. Death be not proud though some have called thee mighty and dreadful for thou art not so and uh, it's based on this particular uh, passage of uh, passage of scripture uh, my friends I, I love that what we have here is a fantastic promise telling us how the world is going to conclude it's not going to conclude with a whimper it's not going to conclude with a bang it's not going to go on for generation after generation after generation no 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 what we're going to have is jesus christ himself is going to come the dead are going to be raised and then something even more exciting is going to happen after that uh but folks uh, let, let, let's come to some some music this is uh george pillay it's not this world it's not my home.
uh, Gregor Pillay. This world is not my home anymore. You know, that is absolutely so true. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through uh, this uh, this world. I've got time in this world to be able to choose for eternity. What an opportunity the Lord God has actually given uh, given to us. You know, in this world, I've, I've lived in so many different places. I grew up over there in, uh, in Sydney, out in the western suburbs, out the other side of Parramatta, learned to drive going up and down Parramatta Road and uh, I know it's changed a lot over there now whenever I go over there even I get a little confused these days uh, but that was once my home then I, I remember moving up into uh, uh, into Queensland and living in uh, in outback Queensland wonderful town of Roma and uh, that was a, that was a beautiful experience in uh, in ministry ministering to, uh, uh, to to the town of Roma going out west Charleville and out to uh, out to Quilpy, uh, to Augathella and, uh, oh, that entire, that entire area here, there. Uh, I learned to love, uh, that, uh, that particular district. And then down, uh, living in, uh, in Newcastle and, uh, up in Queensland. Loved being able to live in, uh, uh, in Brisbane and also Townsville. I still remember Townsville. Uh, the mango trees loved, uh, loved mango season. Uh, went out picking so, uh, so regularly. It was uh, uh, that was an incredible, an incredible blessing. That was home as well, but you know, it's just a temporary home. I was passing through that home. Went over to uh, uh, spend time in New Zealand, and uh, again, four or five years living in New Zealand, but it was a temporary home. Then over here to Adelaide. What a beautiful place it is here in Adelaide. Love living in Adelaide. So proud to be an Australian. But you know, the thing I'm so conscious of is that they're all temporary homes. Uh, we're just passing through. And I, uh, uh, I, I, I look at the, the passages of Scripture. I look at the promises of Scripture. And I say, hey, we've got something bigger, something better, something more fantastic. You know, I look at the uh, wonderful promise again uh, by uh, St. Paul in uh, first, uh, first Corinthians. It's chapter 2. He's actually quoting from uh, the book of the prophet Isaiah. He says this, I has not seen nor ear heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And you know, my friends, as I look at this, I say, hey, uh, this world, is it going to go on for generation after generation after generation? No, 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 no. What what the scriptures talk about is that uh, God is preparing something for those who love him, that mind cannot conceive, that eye has never seen. And you know, I I look at this passage and I say, hey, thank you, uh, Lord Jesus, for what you are doing uh, for me. Uh, please, uh, please enjoy uh, Rego Smith. I have fixed my mind on another time because indeed uh, that's exactly what scripture encourages us uh, to do. I have fixed my time, I've fixed my mind on another time. This is Reggie Smith. Please, please enjoy. I have fixed my mind on another time, on another time. And here I mean to stand until God gives me 
set my course on the narrow way, on the narrow way. For I know the time is close at hand, for which I watch and my course on the narrow way on the narrow way even so
that was uh, Reggie Smith. I have fixed my mind on another on another time. Uh, folks, what a what a really beautiful thought that is. Uh, indeed, my mind is on another time, a time that's yet to come. According to the Apostle Paul, I has not seen nor he heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that he has prepared for those that love him. Uh, my friends, it just really uh, it screams at me. Uh, this scream, this message is one that uh, says, hey, you know, uh, I need my family, I need my friends, I need our world to hear uh, this message. Now, folks, look, if you would like uh, to share this message with them, why not share with them the book that we're offering today? Now, the book we're offering today is called A Hope for a Helpless Planet, and uh, this is a real beauty. It's by Chris Holland, and uh, it's talking about the age-old question about uh, the world and how it is falling apart. Everywhere we turn, it seems the world is falling apart. Political unrest and economy teetering on the edge of disaster. We live in a helpless planet filled with people who are desperate for hope. Now look, this particular book, what it does is it picks up a lot of the promises that we're sharing today and it puts it together in a nice concise uh, form so that uh, this book can be shared with somebody who might be looking for hope. Uh, Hope for a Helpless Planet is the title of, of this book by Chris Holland. If you'd like your own copy of this book, all you need to do is to text us here at our studio text number 04888811. And uh, all you need to put in your text is the code for today, and the code is SA81. And when you do that, uh, that'll uh, trigger our robot, uh, we call him Pilgrim, and uh, Pilgrim will get in touch with you, give you, ask you a few questions so that we can get this book to you in the fastest way possible. You'll love this book, Hope for a Helpless Planet, and uh, by Chris Holland, 04888-80811, and uh, the code is SA8081. And now you are listening to uh, Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Pastor Gary, and you're probably asking, well, where Here's our good friend Nick and Tracy who are normally helping us out today. Well, Nick is actually taking a very well-earned break. He's taking a month a month off. So I'm actually filling in for Nick. But then just um, an hour or two ago, I got a phone call from uh, Tracy. She's had one of those affairs of life that uh, that come up that seems to crop across, cut across all our paths, and uh, she's unable to make it in today. So that means that uh, I'm in here uh, all on my all on my lonesome. But what we we're doing today is we're sharing with you uh, the promises of uh, where scripture says our world is going. We've been talking about uh, the Bible, the church and the environment. COP27 of course is on at the present time. You'll never hear any of this over at COP27. Uh, they're planning for the world to go on for generations uh, to come. Uh, you know we need to care for our world. Our world That is so important uh, but it's so important also that we understand uh, what the word of God is saying about how the world is going to come to a climax and indeed it is going to come to a climax. It's going to come uh, to a climax uh, through uh, the coming of Jesus Christ, and then something else is even going to happen after uh, after that. And we're going to get to that in just uh, just a moment. Uh, but you know, I I love another one of those promises that uh, just jumps out at me and gives me hope whenever I'm depressed. You know, these are some of the promises that to me I like to pick up and read in my devotional time when I'm feeling a little bit flat. Do you ever have times when you're feeling <laughs> not quite? On top of the world, 
you know, to me, these are the promises that I, I, I really have come to appreciate. In First um, uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, there's a beautiful, a beautiful promise here. Once again, the Apostle Paul is right. You know, it's so interesting how the Apostle Paul continually is coming back to the hope of the, of the soon coming of Jesus Christ as a reality for the saints of his day. He writes them in letters in order to encourage Therefore, we can encourage one another with the same words. This is what he says when he's talking to the Thessalonians. I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep or fallen asleep or who have died, lest you sorrow like others who have no hope. Don't be like those people out there who have got no hope, who only have to talk about we only live once. We don't. No, that's not what Paul's saying. No, no, no. He says this, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord. And thus, we will always be with the Lord. I love what Paul is saying here. This is such an amazing promise. How is the world going to finish? How is it going to meet its climax? It's going to meet its climax with the glorious appearing of Jesus Christ. It's repetitious uh, in the uh, in the Word of God. Please enjoy Wendell Kimbara. Uh, I am making all things new.
torch will light our way And the gates of that great city Never close to those who come To every nation brings its glory To our new creation home For behold, I am making all things new this down, every word is true. Tell the world what I came to do. I am making all things new. I am making all things new. And that was Wendell Kimborough, and uh, I'm making all things new. What hope! Uh, that is, look, I want to say a really big thank you to those of you who are sending in uh, messages and requesting our book offers because uh, that uh, that is something that we really appreciate when these books uh, are able to be shared with uh, with our listeners or when our listener wants to share one with uh, the family member. Hey, you know, we our hearts rejoice because that means this message uh, of the scriptures just uh, gets spread further and further afield. Uh, folks, don't forget, if you want that, uh, that book, uh, the book is entitled Hope for a Helpless Planet. You can request it simply at our drive time text number 04888 808 11. In fact, why don't you put it into your mobile phone, record it there just under drive time, then you can just hit one button. 04888 808 11. Hope for a Helpless Planet. And uh, the code that you need for that is SA8081. You'll, uh, you'll love uh, this, uh, this particular book. Uh, now, you are listening again to Faith FM drive time uh, on Fridays with uh, with Pastor Gary. Not my normal day, but uh, uh, that's fine. Love uh, being able to come in uh, and share uh, with our with our listeners. Uh, do you know one of the things we're looking at this afternoon are those wonderful promises uh, that are in the Word of God uh, talking about a future hope. I love uh, what what is actually revealed in the Word of God. Do you know, it's, it's when you go to the book of Revelation, though, that to me uh, everything starts to come together. Uh, what you have in the uh, in the book of Genesis, you have the story of the fall of humanity. In fact, someday, why don't you just go and read the first three chapters of the of the Bible? You get the introduction of sin. You get the fall of humanity. Uh, you get uh, things starting to wind down. The environment starts to wind down. But in the last two chapters of the Bible, the whole thing is reversed. Uh, you get paradise lost in in Genesis, you get paradise being restored uh, in the last two chapters of the Bible. Why don't you have a look at your Bible and just have a look at what it does actually say? And you know, as I go to the book of Revelation, there is so much that just encourages me. Uh, it starts with a, a message to, 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 seven, to, to seven churches and then it goes on from the uh, seven churches, it starts to move into the future and it climaxes with a wonderful picture of the second coming of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't just stop with the second coming of Jesus Christ. It actually talks about what Jesus is going to do after he comes. I mean, there's no point in Jesus just coming to a world that is wrecked. No, 
It's important that something else uh, takes place. And you know, in the, it's in the book of Revelation that we're actually told exactly what Jesus, why Jesus is, is coming. And, uh, Revelation chapter 21. And, uh, this is what the apostle John, the last of the living apostles, this is what he says. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There was also no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away, I love this, every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, sorrow or crying. There will be no more pain for the Former things are passed away. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. You know, my friends, as I read this passage of Scripture, I am just so encouraged. Why not go? Uh, Open up your Bible. Uh, tomorrow morning for your devotional time and just read uh, chapter 21 20 and 22 of Revelation and then think in your understand in your mind that this is my home this is what I'm Christ is preparing for me because my friends I I believe that that is in fact the case. This world is not going to go on its current form. Sin is going to be obliterated. The environment is going to be restored, not by the works of humanity, but by the works of the Almighty God. My friends, please enjoy this song. This is Jason Cork. Uh, this is uh, that majestic song, The Holy City. <laughs> Last night I lay sleeping There came a dream so fair I stood in old Jerusalem Beside the temple there I heard the children singing And ever as they sang Methought the voice of angels From heaven and answering mystery the morn was cold and chill 
As the shadow of a cross arose upon a lonely hill As the shadow of a cross arose upon a lonely hill Jerusalem, Jerusalem Every now and then I get the opportunity to hear that uh, that sung live and uh, every time the hairs on the back of my neck stand up uh, literally. Uh, it's, uh, it's a majestic song, you know, but it does talk about what the future future holds. Uh, this world <laughs> does not contain uh, what uh, is the future for those who believe. Uh, rather, there is something, something else. Do you understand why Jesus uh, said, go into all the world, preach and teach and baptize. Uh, see, see men converted. Have them born again by the Spirit of God. Do you know when the Spirit of God comes into a person's mind, a change takes place. A change takes place so that they not only start to care for themselves better, 
not only do they care about eternal things, but they start to care for their environment as well. You see, the heart has changed. When the heart changes, then everything changes. You see, that's what Jesus Christ uh, wanted when he was on earth. He didn't come with political motivations, but rather to change the hearts of humanity. My friends, that's the offer for us today. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, I come to you right now. I want to say thank you for being our Lord and our God. Lord, I just want to pray if there's anybody out, uh, anybody who's listening today who's struggling, Lord, I pray that you'd be with them. Uh, Lord, if there's anybody who has never given their heart to Jesus Christ or feels they need to do it again, Lord, I just pray right now in the quietness of their car or their home that they might just put their hand up, that they might acknowledge you in their mind, uh, Lord, uh, and say, Father, I am yours. Lord, I pray that you would be with that person and that you would bless that individual. Lord, these things we pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Well, folks, it does look like our time's up for today. Thank you so much for joining joining me on Drive Time. Uh, next week, we're going to commence a brand new theme, Biblical Parenting in a Post-Christian World. Now, that is going to be an interesting discussion. Really look forward to you joining us again. But until then, please remember Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give, isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May our God richly bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.